My Seven Chakras, episode 21. Our dreams tell us so much about ourselves. Our dreams are basically the subconscious mind attempting to communicate with you. Others may also refer to this as the higher self attempting to communicate with you, your own subconscious architect attempting to send you messages. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. So greetings, dear listeners. AJ here. And I am electrified to bring you our featured guest today, Brad Johnson. So Brad, are you ready to inspire? I am ready. Thank you. Perfect. From psychic ability, channeling, healing, spiritual teaching, dream interpretation, the Akashic records, and much more. Brad Johnson, the reality whisperer, has developed these abilities to better understand how reality interacts with us on many levels. So Brad, I've given our listeners a short introduction. So in about 40 seconds, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes, basically, I've been doing uh, this work since 2008. And since 2008, I've had many incredible experiences happening in my life really has shifted me positively into a new direction where I see reality in a whole new way. And since that time i've been working with thousands of people all across the world uh, helping them through sessions and helping them to understand more about the transformational growth that they're going through and through a lot of this uh, transformation that's been happening it's really just reflecting back on me as well too as i see a lot of this incredible uh you know amalgamation of people you know really it's like we're all just kind of racing the same race but it's not a competitive race it's just seeing how we're all moving closer to the top. So it's, it's a really inspirational time to be alive right here, right now. Wonderful. Thank you for that amazing introduction. Now, we usually start our show with an inspirational quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning and compassion. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, it is. Yes, absolutely. Great. Yeah, one of the quotes I would have would basically be, there is no drama other than the drama that you create. There is no heartache other than the heartache that you create. All that you can create in this moment is based out of the love, the purity, and the positivity that makes you who you are to shine that light brilliantly in the world. Wonderful. So could you give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life? It's really just getting up in the morning and knowing that every single moment that you are alive is precious. It's realizing that we're on an earth that is filled with wonder, that is filled with so much beauty. And all we're attempting to do is take advantage of that beauty because it's part of us. It's who we are. If we look more into what serves us rather than what doesn't serve us, then this is basically what's going to help really transform a lot of things around. Positive energy, again, is a very, very powerful tool. And it's helping you to counterbalance anything that you consider to be conflicting or negative. And so it's really being able to inspire yourself each and every single morning to remember that the positivity that you hold within yourself can shape your world into what you prefer. So thanks a lot for sharing with us that inspiring quote. And with this in mind, let us begin today's wonderful conversation. So Brad, do you like visiting the mountains once in a while? I have enjoyed visiting the mountains. Yes, I'm from Vancouver. So we have a lot of uh, mountains here. 
so I've gone up to the mountains and I've certainly enjoyed uh, just just enjoying everything uh, that the nature provides. So yes, mountain uh, being on the top of the mountains is actually one of my favorites. Awesome. So let's just say you're at a health retreat somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you, what is the main focus at this point in your life? What would you tell them? To really just understand how I see myself is coming through how others see me as well too. And that everybody on this planet is just a reflection of myself and telling me this is how I'm thinking about myself. This is how I'm feeling about myself. So whether I'm in a spiritual retreat in the mountains, whether I'm down in the city, in the valley, and talking to people that way, everybody's just showing me how I see myself by me looking back at it in that way. So we're all just big reflections. We're walking mirrors for each other. And so when you really start to notice that your day has been incredible and you feel that you're attracting all these wonderful people in your life and you are in a state of wonderful compliment, that's giving you an indication about how well you're working on yourself. So to me, seeing a mirror of everybody else around you is the key to helping you understand more of yourself. And even if you notice that there may be some conflicts here and there, that's okay. It's all part of just going inside yourself once again, going into that reflection and finding out what areas you still need to work on. But again, through the idea of positive reinforcement comes the greatest change. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for allowing us to get to know you better. So Brad, as you probably know by now, My 7 Chakras is all about learning about our chakras and how these energy centers influence our lives. So for those who are listening to this show right now and do not know what a chakra is, a chakra is an energy center within our body that is located close to a main organ such as the heart or the stomach. There are seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine, starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head. And these swirling chakras contain deep within them the vital life force that keeps us healthy, and active. So Brad, could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your practice? A lot of the chakra centers are really helping me to understand a person on a physical, mental, and emotional level. So basically, when you feel that you are holding on to certain things, that's actually giving you a pinpoint to where some certain areas of the chakras are out of alignment, also working together with the meridian centers again that really govern the chakra flow as well too so everything is really just emotionally triggered and we have those emotional triggers that can affect the flow of the chakra centers so again if we feel that there's been a lot of heartache then of course we're looking at the heart chakra for feeling that we're having a hard time expressing ourselves that can be in the throat chakra so we're looking at all of these particular areas where we can harmonize the chakras together so that that we are able to become very optimal in regards to how we express ourselves to how we live our life and to how we expand. So the wisdom about chakras has been passed on from mentor to disciple for thousands of years and the most beautiful aspect of it is that, is that there is no standard definition for these energy centers. And through this question, we get to know how our guests, such as yourself, use this knowledge of the chakras within your practice. So thanks for that. Yes, no problem. Thank you. So Brad, let's talk about one of your healing techniques, abundance attunement. So what is abundance attunement? Yes, well, again, it can certainly correlate to, again, areas within the chakra centers. But it really just has to do with what's known as feeling exchange. It's being able to look at the feelings of a person, the emotions of a person, and discovering what they may still be holding on to. Now, this can basically happen on anywhere from whether it be a physical, mental, or emotional level based upon the state of emotion and the state of feeling. Feelings and emotions are basically the core of our being. This is what makes our world go round and round. Everything pertaining to thought is associated together with these feelings. 
So again, we have thousands of thoughts per day, and it's not about being able to keep track of those thoughts. It's about being able to look into the idea of the feelings that are coming up, that are feeling that they are creating some type of uh, disharmony, some type of conflict. And so what we do through the sessions is we have uh, we do a kind of a coaching session through it and basically uh, discuss where these feelings are coming from and what may, their, may be their background. It's kind of like looking into a weed in the garden and just tracing down its root to find out where its source is. And uh, once we're able to locate what that particular feeling is precisely, the person becomes aware of it, and now we start to work on developing the complete opposite to that feeling, which will be more of a harmonious, positive transformation. And so we worked the process of taking out that old feeling and replacing it with a brand new feeling. And results have been very instantaneous and uh, very much miraculous in this uh, particular type of work. So it has been a really incredible, beneficial uh, healing method that's been developed. Well, thanks for that. I like that you mentioned that you uh, do feeling exchange, which is basically the concept of thoughts lead to feelings and if you know where these feelings are coming from that insight would surely be so powerful and as you mentioned would lead to a positive transformation yes so now i know that you are also a dream interpretation expert so if you could tell us a little bit about the importance of a dream and how can dream interpretation help us in our journey yes absolutely dream interpretations are again a really really beneficial factor if you're able to understand the craft our dreams tell us so much about ourselves our dreams are basically the subconscious mind attempting to communicate with you others may also refer to this as the higher self attempting to communicate with you your own subconscious architect attempting to send you messages it's basically telling us a lot about where we're headed uh, certain enhancements that have come through our journey challenges that we've been going through fears uh, guilt all of these particular forms of emotions are just coming together through symbolism and through metaphor and so basically what i do is i tune into my own natural intuition and i start to uh, look into the dreams that people send me and uh, through the dream interpretation i basically am able to decipher what important messages uh, the the dreams are attempting to tell these people and it really is something very, very helpful because I feel I understand them a lot more once they tell me the type of dreams they have. And so doing that, it really opens me up to them a lot more and says, oh, okay, this is really showing me exactly what you're going through. That's a very interesting synchronicity because I've gone through certain things like that myself. So it really kind of opens up a lot more personable door uh, between myself and between the other. Uh, but being able to really interpret the dreams and look at the metaphor and decrypting really tells us a lot about ourselves beyond the conscious self. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks a lot for that. I like how you put it that our subconscious sometimes tries to get in touch with us, our subconscious or our higher selves or the universe. And it, it does so through symbolism and, and metaphors. And through your expertise, you sort of decipher uh, what these dreams mean and what they imply for the decisions that we can take in the future. That's right. So thank you. So Brad, through the wisdom that you share, it's obvious that you are living your purpose. So my question is, what were you doing before you began your spiritual journey? If you could tell us a story behind that. Yes, before uh, I started doing my psychic work and my spiritual work, mm -hmm. uh, I was basically doing like a lot of marketing. Uh, I was doing like a lot of computer work as well too. So I was very much into computers. I was very much looking into marketing. I did, you know, kind of common jobs, you know, working with uh, telemarketing companies and computer companies, etc. So that was really my earlier work. And it wasn't until I started uh, getting more into my writing, which I've been doing since I was a kid, that this woke me up into, into spirituality. 
So I was creating a book and it was just telling me more about how I can connect more with meditation, how I can connect and communicate with other beings. Uh, and this, this fascinated me because I never saw meditation in that light. So I put the book aside and I started going to my library, took out a book called Learn How to Meditate, did all of the exercises within it, and this is what began the transformation. This is what started moving me into the spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. So Miles Monroe once said that our life is the sum total of all the decisions we make every day, and those decisions are determined by our priorities. And it's obvious that you not only took those decisions by writing the book and going to the library and referring to that particular book on meditation, but you also strengthened them by taking action. And in the process, you kept getting closer to who you are today. And that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So I can imagine a person listening to the show right now who wants to benefit from an abundance attunement session today. So what are certain benefits that this person could obtain from getting an abundance attunement session? Now, I want you to break down these benefits into short term and then the long term. Right. Well, again, if a person is interested in getting a a session, the good news is that it really is just a one-time thing as well, too. Uh, Once you have done the session, you'll have an MP3 recording uh, that you can reflect back and you repeat the process of everything that we've done. So basically, it's it's kind of a one-time deal. Uh, there can be some people that do want to come back simply because they just want to have that kind of natural uh, guidance that comes through. And that's fine as well, too. But in the short term, it's very, very easy to do. I do work with everybody uh, worldwide. So it is very much done on Skype uh, audio or Skype video. And uh, basically, it's a very simple process. It's very simple and effective. It's also what I would call simplective, kind of looking in that way. Uh, Very, very simple and effective technique. Uh, And it's very powerful as well, too, because here's the funny thing is that you yourselves are doing the healing. All I'm basically doing is guiding you. It's kind of like I'm taking you by the hand. We're walking down this hallway, and I'm showing you these doors to yourself. You have to be the one that walks through it. So that's primarily what the healing is all about, is just being able to look into yourself and feeling what emotion uh, you're still holding on to and being able to have that coached, uh, mentored out of you, where you're basically just allowing that energy to be released. And now we're completely focusing our energy on what serves. Uh, The challenging part is just being able to maintain that. But again, that's something I also offer through the process. So in the long term, this really helps to remove a lot of particular unnecessary states of emotion that you've been holding on to, that you've been able to forgive and that you've been able to release. And now you're moving more into the feelings that really are your natural self, that don't require any demand, that don't require any particular type of Uh, judgment or anything of that nature with yourself. You're just moving into this natural direction. And really, that's the whole point of of being alive, is just not to feel that you have to be in control all the time, letting down the defensive shields and working together with feelings and emotions that really serve you rather than the ones that don't. So that's primarily the long term, is helping you to really rejuvenate yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally through this healing technique, which, again, can have really profound effects very, very quickly. Letting go and embracing those feelings that really serve you. Thanks for sharing these benefits. I recall a quote by John Maxwell when he said that you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. And I think it's important to note that even though there might be like really good short-term benefits for any practice, the real transformation occurs after repetition over a given period of time. And I think in in your case also, it's important to go, go back to that MP3 again and again reflect and learn something new 
about yourself. Uh, I'm guessing that's where the real magic starts? That is absolutely it. And it's all about repetition. It's all about being able to do that. Uh, for some people, depending upon the situation and depending upon the feeling, there have been people who have been able to remove it one time and they feel great. But there will be other areas where they feel that they may require multiple processes. Even with myself, I've been doing this, you know, working with self-abundance attunement as well, too. There's been some things that I've been able to purge very, very quickly. And there's still some things that I've been attempting to work on, you know, in regards we're all going to have challenges. You know, we're never going to be 100% purely cleared of all of this. There's a lot of things that we're going through because we're evolving all the time. We're, mo- we're, again, climbing new mountains all the time. And so there will be new things that will come up. But again, as you utilize the form of repetition on this and just keep repeating and saying that this is, this is the technique, I'm listening to the technique right now, I'm flowing through that, I'm releasing this particular emotion that doesn't serve me, I'm focusing on this new emotion that's, that's really representing who I am. As you do that more and more, it will just become second nature. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bike. You know, over time, you're going to learn how to ride this bike. You're going to be an excellent bicyclist. That's precisely what's being said here is that you're just going to be a feeling facilitator and you're going to really facilitate this very, very well the more repetition you put into it. Now, Brad, I know that we've discussed some really wonderful benefits of the practice of abundance attunement, but let's face it, we're all social beings and we love hearing about people who have used this practice in the past and have experienced these benefits. So what is your biggest and most inspiring client success story till date? One of the very, very biggest ones has been a person that felt that they just weren't good enough, that they felt that they were really putting themselves down. They couldn't find abundance in work, in the type of work that they did. They felt that they were attracting a lot of people who were just very, very discouraging to them. And so after about a good two days after the abundance attunement, they've started to see things change around. They're actually starting to get new direction into their life right now. They're starting to see that their job is now changing into something more that they prefer. Uh, they don't attract those particular types of bullies or those particular types of people that bring them down anymore. There's much more of a degree of uh, increase of people coming into their life. Uh, there's actually quite a few different testimonials on my website from people who have really made these incredible changes. Uh, a lot of them have been profound. I can't really say which one's better than the other. But a lot of them have really just been from emotional upset. A lot of it also has been from physical ailments as well, too, or lack of energy. Uh, a lot of it has been from chronic uh, disorders that have been lasting for years that are now starting to uh, become a lot more improved. So this is, a, again, it's a very, very new technique uh, that's been developed. And But throughout these uh, last couple of months for when it's been developed, it's uh, really brought about some really profound transformation in people. Well, that is truly inspiring. And I'm sure that gives our listeners proof that a transformation is possible. So, Brian, I'm sure you believe in the power of one. One action, one thought, or one piece of advice. So what is one highly beneficial health tip or advice that you could share with our audience which can be implemented immediately? For example, one of our guests recently spoke to us about the benefits of drinking chlorophyll or a green smoothie in the morning. That's absolutely true. And again, that can be very good. Really, my recommendation would be learning to listen to your body and just feel how your body feels when you wake up the first thing in the morning. Are you stiff or are you feeling that you are very lucid? Are you feeling that you are actually very, very uh, uh, flowing in the state of the body? Drinking lots of water each day can really, really help. Just drinking about a good four to six glasses, even of uh, pure water, of alkaline water, even of distilled water can be very, very good. This has really been a lot of my routine. It's just drinking a lot of water uh, throughout the entire day. 
and noticing that your body is, this is exactly what it is, your body is made of over 70% water. The more that you can drink that water and the more that you have it and it coming from a very pure source, the more that your body starts to get that energy. Another recommendation I would give, because these recommendations don't cost you anything, drinking water. Secondly, breathing, taking a deep breath in, taking a deep breath out, giving yourself more of the opportunity to take deep breaths during the day, because a lot of us are shallow breathers. Our body does not get the type of oxygen that it requires to actually function, to actually, in that sense, circulate energy to create any particular type of uh, healing uh, engagement within our body as well, too. requires a great deal of breathing. So it's very, very important that even if you're just spending a few minutes a day just doing some very, very deep breathing, breathing in, breathing out, drinking your daily water. These are two profound methods that are really going to help you a lot. A lot of them also just represents positive affirmation. If you're at a computer desk, have a big poster directly in front of you that may say five to ten very positive affirmations about yourself and how you view life. This is the natural medicine. And as good as it is to, in that sense, consume something, that can be very good. But really what it represents is your own mental and emotional health. When that is healthy, everything else in your body is going to follow suit. The body is actually the last thing to change. It's when your mental and emotional bodies start to change themselves, the body will naturally shape itself like clay. So basically, it's giving you the, in the interpretation here is that every single day that you wake up, make sure that you are mentally fit and emotionally fit, making sure that you're just taking care of your body and listening to it. And if you're feeling that there's something out of alignment, there's something emotionally there. So we want to work with the mental body. We want to work with the emotional body. And that is what will transform you uh, on each and every single day. But really look into positive affirmation, positive transformation, looking into also the areas that you feel have been conflicting and let them come into the light. Let those shadow portions of yourself come into light. They're not meant to be swept under the rug. So look into them and find out exactly what they're telling you and use positive reinforcement to transform. Well, thanks for that. Just to share with you that I love practicing yoga and my instructor would all, always say that if there's something that you should learn from yoga, if there's just one thing that you learn, it would be to learn how to breathe properly. That would be the biggest, the most beneficial takeaway and also thanks for reminding us of the importance of being in the present, breathing and sensing what our feelings are telling us. And I think that's so critical and so important. So thanks. Yes, indeed. Now, life can be full of surprises. Uh, many of them are pleasant that fill our lives with happiness and satisfaction. However, the universe sometimes throws us a curveball to test us and see whether we can come out of that challenge as a transformed human being. So let's move into the next phase of our show, which is all about a major challenge or a barrier. At My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that a temporary failure can help us move past our comfort zones and grow as individuals. So Brad, tell us about a time when you faced a major challenge or barrier. Take us to that moment and tell us what you were feeling at that instant. And then how did you approach that particular challenge? Yes, absolutely. I think one of the biggest challenges that I've had was uh, basically moving on from an old life and coming into a new life that represented spirituality. I was very much in a very unhappy marriage for a very long time. And this was something that was, again, one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make was being able to move on, realizing that there's a lot of toxicity in the relationship and it was not healthy at all. And uh, I was basically just debating with myself, should I just sit here and take it or should I move on and really make the respect of, of bringing about a choice of what I truly prefer and really leading a healthy life. So it basically was being able to uh, take 
take a leap of faith and being able to be that that connection and saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to connect to that inner courage and say that this is what I need to do. This is what I need to experience. I've had all of these amazing, profound transformations in spirituality and where I am in my environment right now, it does not complement it. It very much feels like it becomes toxic. So I basically had to make the decision to, to leave and to go on my own way. Uh, and doing that was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make. Uh, after that time, it was very much just me being in solitude for about a year to a year and a half and just reflecting, relating to what type of abilities uh, I was experiencing here and being able to be in an in environment that felt a lot more carefree, that felt a lot more inspiring and positive. So that was really uh, one of the biggest journeys and the biggest decisions. And for me to come to that decision, I really need to ask myself, what is it that I want? What is it that I want to create? What is it that I've been brought here to look into more? Uh, being able to look into meditation and spirituality and psychic ability and channeling and mediumship, etc. All of this is being given to me in this way of saying that I need to respect my harmony, I need to respect my choice, and I move forward in that particular way. So that was basically my very, very big decision when the universe threw your curveball, because this is kind of like when you're at a crossroads. You know that there's two different realities that are clashing with each other. There's one reality that wants to show you this is the bright side of yourself. This is the luminescence. This is the love. The other side here is saying, well, this is a little bit more darky. This is a little bit more muddy. This is a little bit more toxic, but it's something that you're used to. So you have to really make that shift between the crossroads and saying, what is it that I truly want? What is it that I truly want to create? A lot of us will get into the caught up and saying, oh, but if I make this decision, I'm letting another person down. The biggest thing to say about that is that you've never been responsible for that person. That person has to make their own choices. And basically, when you notice that there's chaos and you notice that there's conflict between the two of you, this is basically the universe telling you it's time for the two of you to separate, for the two of you to move on to your own paths. So that you can both grow, because right now you can't grow with each other. There's too much conflict. There's too much toxicity in the way. So by separating from that person, what is actually happening is that over time, you're actually giving that person a favor, because now they can grow. Right now, it's showing that the vibrations between the two of you are clashing, and they're fighting. And there's no growth that can happen between the two of you. It's only creating stagnation. So you really have to come back and saying, what is it that I truly want to create? Because when you start to feel very, very fulfilled by yourself, you're radiating that light out towards everybody else. Helping yourself is truly the key to really being able to purely help others because your presence is truly the assistance in that way. And this is what I've had to discover because throughout my whole life, I was all about helping another person, helping another person. And it was not about helping myself. And this is where I got into so many pitfalls. I got into a lot of different toxic states in those forms. So it's really just very, very important that we spend time to work on ourselves. We love everybody, absolutely. The whole planet is one big ball of love. It really is. But in order for us to really understand what that love is, if we don't understand what love is to ourselves, we will never understand love, period. So it's being able to really look into yourself and follow that love that the universe is showing you, that your guidance is showing you, connecting with your feelings, connecting with states that you know serve you, and being able to act upon them. Acting upon them is extremely important. It's not just about knowing. You must apply this. 
So this is the very, very important part is once you start to work on yourself and you start to uh, move yourself into this great transformation, that light will shine and you will really be able to just to be in the presence of helping other people. And it will be a natural thing. It's not something that you have to do. It's something that you will naturally do because this is who you naturally are. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story? The one big major life lesson would be to listen to yourself and feel that you know there's going to be a lot of uh, you know s- stimulation within your environment that makes you feel that you can't listen to yourself and that it's about what everybody else thinks and that's that's basically how our society is raised is feeling that you know I have to be here to service other people it's not about me and that that just can't happen guys as much as we want to be able to help people if we don't understand what love is we can't help anybody period So it's very, very important that you're learning to listen to yourself and you're learning to listen about what the heart, about what the love of yourself is attempting to tell you. As you start to really go into that a lot deeper and you start to really make those changes and those transformations, this is what's really going to shift you. This is what's going to move you into a new direction where, again, you see everything as one. You see your your animals, you see vegetation, you see plants, you see people, you see everything around you truly interconnected with you as one. So there's no longer the idea of forcing yourself to help a person or having to really you know, go the extra mile to really break your back to help a person because that's not the idea. It's the idea that naturally you will be in that presence just to help. It's kind of just like, you know, the naturally a flower will just start to blossom and will just start to unfold. That's exactly how it's going to happen with you. When you understand that there is natural assistance rather than induced assistance, this is what really transforms your life. You're just simply there and you're helping a person up off their feet. You're dusting them off just because that's who you are. And that's really the whole reason why we've come here on this planet, to to look into who we naturally are, not having any particular type of superficial purposes behind anything that we do, because they don't matter. What matters is the natural self of what you're able to do by allowing love to educate you and by listening to it. So first off, thank you for sharing your precious life lessons with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. Going back to a moment of challenge is never easy. But because you did, our listeners will have one more reason to grow from a challenge and not go through a challenge. So thank you. Thank you. So Brad, now that we've learned from your experiences facing a major challenge, we are now moving on to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth. We're going to talk about finding your true calling or purpose. Listeners, I'm sure many of you would agree that finding your true calling can be a powerful feeling. And when you do, you'll realize that you've been training for your calling since the moment you were born. And just when you need it most, the right people will show up with just the right skill sets to push you to the next level of your journey. So my question to you is, Brad, have you found your calling? And if yes, what is your calling? I would say that I have begun to follow my calling. I think my calling takes many different forms, and I think it transforms a lot. Uh, my calling from a year, from a few years back, has really just been to explore myself personally and discover exactly what it is that I'm acquiring as I move through this journey. 
then the next uh, particular journey from that is being able to do this for a full-time living, to actually being able to make this uh, a part of what I can do full-time and assist in, in all the ways that I can. Right now, I feel that my calling is now starting to reach a higher stage, uh, just being able to reach out to more people, uh, even going into a lot of media as well, too, and offering this, uh, like many other great spiritual masters have been able to do, just being able to go on radio, being able to go on television, starting to make their own uh, particular products to really help and reach a very large audience in regards to what has been shared. So that has really been my recent experience uh, for the calling. And I'm just starting to move into that new area right now. And I'm just basically telling myself, this is exactly what I deserve, right? And that, I think that's one of the most important parts is that we all want to have really great success in, the, in our life. But if we don't feel we deserve it, we're not going to get there. So it's very, very important understanding that everything that I myself am attracting is all part of what I know I naturally deserve. And that's, that matches and synchronizes with my value. And the same with all of you. You know, all of you can have the opportunity to uh, go as far as you want in life. And some of you just appreciate the subtleties in life and really look into the subtleties of, of everything that unfolds. And that's just as beautiful as a person who wants to go as far out. So everything in regards to what you do, there is no such thing in the universe as insignificance. And so everything that you do, uh, you know, whether it's just tending your garden and, and working with your plants and watering your garden, or if it's being a, a dancer on stage or a musician on stage, whatever it may be, all of those are equally important because they all represent the complement of the one. We're looking at a giant infinite machine with all of these gears and all of these turbines swinging all the time. And uh, without one of them, the machine couldn't function infinitely. So it's very, very important that no matter how much you see yourself, maybe as a small gear or as a big gear, you're still a gear within the infinite works. And you are necessary. You are required. So there is no insignificance in life. So it's very, very important to look at it in that way as well, too. Because when people start to say that, you know, what I do is maybe insignificant, I immediately stop and say, no, it's not. No, there is no insignificance. There's only significance. Everything that you are is important. And so now it's just about being able to see, you know, who you are, what you want to do. If you really enjoy the subtleties of life, enjoy the subtleties in the life in the best way that you can. If you really enjoy really going far out, go far out in the best ways that you can. You're capable of doing absolutely anything as long as you consider it to be valid. So there you go, Chakra listeners. It's not really important what job you're doing, but it's about how you do it. And there is no job that is insignificant. It's all about the intention that you have behind doing your job. And if you, if that gives you happiness, then that is what you are meant to do at this moment. And as we discussed earlier, life is all about these magical moments that come to us from time to time. So Brad, what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners beyond which you knew without a doubt that this is what you were meant to do? It was really when I started to find confirmation regarding to what I do. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I also do is making connections with extraterrestrial intelligence as well too. So I basically went out into, my, into the balcony one night and uh, I just basically said, you know, I'm getting all of these particular forms of understandings. I'm able to connect and channel with other beings from other worlds. I want to make sure this is real. You know, is there anything that you can show me? If there's any kind of, you know, allied energies within the air right now that could just show me, you know, that this is real and that I'm not going crazy. Uh, as soon as I made that prayer, 10 to 15 seconds later, this little star wiggled right out of the sky and just shot all across the sky within 30 seconds. And it was just such a profound message to me and saying, that's it. I asked for confirmation and I got it. 
And to me, that was really, really profound. Uh, so there, there's been a lot of these particular miraculous moments as well. There's been times where I've just had these really incredible dream states and I've been getting visions uh, in regards to how I'm growing and how I'm transforming and what I'm meant to do. Uh, to me, again, that's confirmation as well, too, as I, again, love doing dream interpretation. So there's been quite a few of these really amazing moments, but I'd say the one on my balcony with the stars shooting across the sky was the first one and definitely felt like one of the most profound. So that's really given me an indication that, yeah, I do a lot of channeling. I connect with a lot of beings. You know, we, we meet a lot of channelers, a lot of mediums, a lot of psychics in that sense who are able to communicate with people who have passed on or communicate with beings from other particular dimensions, uh, even extraterrestrials as well, too. So they are all available, uh, and many of them are very much not what we think they are. Uh, a lot of them are very incredible, loving, illuminating beings, and they're very much just like us in many different ways. So to me, uh, having doing this experience for seven years and really getting involved in it, uh, it, it's transformed my life. Earth is everything that we're told it's not. And so to me, this is, a, this is an incredible experience. We're really on an incredible ancient planet here that has so much history, uh, and we're all just exploring it together. And so again, it's really just coming back to the idea that we are just one people, one mind, one heart, one soul. And so that has really been the ultimate reminder to me that everybody who I come in contact is just another part of me. Wonderful. So just to clarify, you say that you have seen extraterrestrials? Yes, it's basically that I channel uh, what's known as an extraterrestrial. We, I've certainly have had some sightings uh, in the sky with uh, certain forms of ET craft. Um, the, the type of interactions I've had with them has mostly been in dream state. They very rarely come out physically in that way, simply because there's, there's what we know as free will on the planet and they don't want to jeopardize that. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. I'm thinking with a lot of the listeners here, they may have had some very interesting experiences when they were younger uh, or perhaps recently as well too, whether it be ET craft sightings or communicating with other beings that may be there, uh, beings that appear as apparition, whatever it may be. Uh, it's very, very common. The thousands of people that I've talked across the world, it's very, very common. I'd say about 80, 80 to 90% of them have had some really incredible uh, experiences that they've shared with me. Well, those were some really magical moments. And thanks for sharing. No problem. It's so amazing that the universe sends us these magical moments or signals from time to time. And unless we are ready to receive these signals, unless we have a deep set intention to notice those signals, like you said, uh, we might just miss them. So thanks for reminding us. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Brad, we have now reached the final round, which is called the wisdom round, where I'll ask you a series of questions and you will respond with nuggets of wisdom, just like in a rapid fire round. And during this round, our listeners will get to listen to nuggets of wisdom, get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away. So, Brad, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. So what is the best advice you have ever received? To let yourself be yourself and to know that reality is by interpretation and that everything that you understand as interpretation is valid. At My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So if, if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being, what would that be? Really just looking into self-repetitiveness of positive re, re, uh, reconstruction in that way. Being able to really look into positive energy and looking into seeing about what you are capable of becoming rather than what you feel you're not. So could you describe the first two hours of your day? What is your morning ritual like? Very, very sporadic. There's a lot of things I do differently. 
Uh, a lot of it can just be just waking up in the morning, having a shower, uh, being thankful for the day, uh, you know, getting into meditation, sometimes checking emails. You know, uh, a lot of it is very, very much in flux. But a lot of it that I attempt to do really is just blessing the day in the best ways that I can. So even my most simple rituals that don't require any speech at all are basically my own way of, of blessing the day and thank you for another day of living. Now we know that reading books can be transformational. If you could recommend one book that changed your life. what would it be i would say there's a book that came out of russia that was actually a series and it's called the ringing cedar series or it's also referred to as the anastasia books uh they they are profound and so i'd recommend anybody that uh, that really wants to look more into the depth of reality really helping you to understand more about you know why we're all here that would be a book to check out i think it's really good again it's called the ringing cedar series so listeners you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about in the show notes So Brad I've truly enjoyed listening to your wisdom and the stories that you shared were phenomenal. Before you go tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. One thing I'm grateful for today is just being able to speak with you and being able to know that this is being broadcast to everybody else that's listening and that I'm grateful for all of them as well too. I'm simply grateful to be alive. I'm simply grateful to being on this planet. I'm simply grateful to looking at the interpretation and the perspective of others which just reflects back to me. For me to connect with me, you can go to my website. It's realitywhisperer.com. That's R E A L I T Y W H I S P E R E R.com. I do uh, private sessions. I also have online classes, online courses as well too, and there's a lot of free videos that you can also check out there as well too. So that's uh, something that you can use to contact me and feel free to communicate with me through there. Uh, should you have any questions based on today's broadcast or anything else? Well, Brad, thank you for coming on our show today and taking our listeners one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You are listening to My Seven Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift. Get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.